This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Mistress Carrie, weekdays 10 to 3 on WAAF. Podcasts are always online and on your schedule at WAAF.com. Hello, darling. What's happening? How are you? I'm good. I'm hanging out uh, in uh, Houston, Texas, finishing up uh, rehearsals over the next uh, two days and uh, start this tour on Friday night, coming to you, I believe, the very first day of July. That is correct, at the Pavilion. Yes. We've built it up, me and you, Carrie, all of us. We've built it up. We've been doing, you know, we've gone to Fenway. You hung out with us in Myrtle Beach. You know, we did Godsmack, you know, last year. Now it's time for uh, now it's time for the Shine Down Big Show. Yeah, the show this summer. On the waterfront at the harbor. Yes. Very fancy at the pavilion. Yes. After seeing you in Myrtle Beach, which was really weird because I had never seen you guys do that kind of show. I can't count how many times I've seen you. I've seen you in every size venue, but that show was like acoustic and crazy like deep tracks and then the band comes back and plugs in and beat the hell out of the crowd and then the show is over and i was like what the hell did i just watch i had never seen you guys do a set like that yeah well i mean that was kind of the the approach to those shows also um for some of your listeners that don't necessarily know um what we were doing in the month of may what we did in may was uh we did a bunch of uh shows that were residencies like we played the house of blues which you came to i think it was the second night and uh we had it was so so awesome to see you because i remember we were talking about that and you were like well i'm gonna be down there and then we coordinated it was so cool to have you know you and your guy and all of his friends and stuff like that was super cool yeah there was Um, it was very cool to bring a bunch of ornery marines to come and see you guys I know it was fun though. They were all very, very. They were they were class acts though. Um, yeah, we and, didn't break anything. No, 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 no. And and you didn't eat all the food, so that's a plus. No, not at all. <laughs> By the way, well, there's so made, much more yeah. fried stuff in Myrtle Beach. Like, there's a lot of fried oh things there. Yeah, it's it's either fried or it's. Let's see if we can put macaroni on everything, including like cheesecake. And then yeah. let's fry um, the macaroni and put it on cheesecake because why wouldn't you? Yeah, because you because that's a thing. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, and it was during bike show. week, too, yeah. so it just got even crazier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, I, you know, look, May was we were headlining festivals and then we had these residency shows like we did two nights at the Ryman Theater for the first time in Nashville. We did two shows in Myrtle Beach, um, which... A lot of people may not know this, going back to the very first album, Leave a Whisper, our very first DVD, our live DVD, was actually shot in that building. Um, And so... I learned something about you, too, during that show, because you talked about how much time you spent in Myrtle Beach, like, as a kid. Yeah. It was the closest, like, water that, you know, we could get to from, like, Knoxville. 
It was like an eight-hour drive. I remember going up, you know, there, like, you know, pretty much from the time I was, I guess I was probably, from the time I was eight years old to the time I was, like, 14 before I started driving. But I was always up there, like, every summer. I got a lot of really, really cool memories there. Um, Aren't those but, beach um, arcades the best? Please tell me, because this is just going to take our friendship to another level. Please tell yeah. me that you enjoy playing skee ball at the arcades at the beach. Well, oh come on, Brett. To, well, you, I got, I. Hey, our relationship is built on trust. I'm not going <laughs> to BS you. <laughs> I, I was definitely, I still am to this day. I was definitely like the Pac-Man guy. Oh, like I was okay. In front of Pac-Man. And Galactica, like oh, all okay. the time. So that was me. I'm not bad at ski ball, but uh, it, it wasn't my forte per se. But I tell you what, like if we get an opportunity this summer, I think we have to turn and burn when we get to Boston. I don't think we have a day off or a day off after anything. Oh, you but guys me, got me some time you, off. Me, me, then me and you may have to, you know, we may have to like stretch a little bit, you know, and, and, and a little skee-ball challenge maybe in our. I think that might have to happen. And it's got to be the old school machines with the wooden balls. Yeah, totally. I'm not going to do it on like a digital machine. No. (laughs) And I want (laughs) all the tickets. Yes. It's got to be tickets too. Now they just put it. I take my son to like Dave and Buster's or we'll go to this place called the district a lot. And it's like it's on a card. Like all your tickets are on a card. I'm like, there's no fun in this. No, not you know at I mean? all. But but then people get mad at you because they're like, well, we're trying to be good to the earth and the carbon footprint. And I'm like, you could recycle this. <laughs> you know? Reuse so, the tickets, but yeah. just give me the tickets. Yeah, I don't even want to play the game. Just give me the ticket. I want to. I've been looking on eBay because I know every once in a while, like arcades will close or they'll buy new machines. I want one of those yeah. old ski ball machines in my house. The thing that I want eventually is I was. I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm shamelessly plugging the district, um, uh, which they just now. There's not a lot of them in the U.S. They're, they're but they're usually a major market. You could probably look it up. I mean, there might be one in Boston, um, but they have just an insane line of like old school pinball machines oh, that are like awesome. I love and pinball. These, yeah, and they revamped all these movies with these new pinball machines too. So they've got like the Adams Family and Avatar and and they've got, there's one that I don't know if people remember like uh, Big Trouble in Little China. There's one of those. There's like a Halloween one that they're, and they're all renovated and stuff. That's always fun to like go in and like play pinball. Well, listen, there's a lot of rock bands. Aerosmith, Iron Maiden, ACDC, Kiss, obviously, that have their own pinball machines. Why can't Shinedown have one? Well, I think that that idea was probably just born right this second. So I know somebody is listening. You're welcome. And they're like, I can build a pinball machine based around. But you know what it has to be. I need a pinball machine based around Shinedown and Mistress Carrie. Now, if somebody puts that together, that would kick ass. Yeah, absolutely. Big cartoon versions. And I'll just be like Muppet. the little purple-haired cartoon character in the corner where you where you launch the balls. There's a joke there somewhere. There's there's definitely a joke somewhere <laughs> in there. We want to keep it PG-13, though. I think it's early enough in the day. Yeah, this is a family show, Brent. Knock it off with your perversions. I'm sorry. I, I take it back. I take it all back. So I want to talk to you about the bands that you guys are bringing to town because we've been playing that band yeah. Bad Flower a lot. 
Yeah. And I want to talk about the other bands that you guys are bringing, because these are bands you haven't toured with before, right? Yeah, this is this was very much a a planned tour for this summer, um, and specifically with these bands. Um, you know, I remember last year with Bad Flower. I remember hearing Ghost for the first time and going, "Who who's this?" Because some bands have a sound and some bands make a noise, and these you know these guys make a noise. They are they're really really good. And um, they also have this very unique honesty about themselves um, when they play live. And they're massively tight, but they just got a lot of attitude. Um, and I just I fell in love with, you know, the sound of the band when I heard Ghost for the first time last year. And now they've got a new record out. They've had three singles already. Um, they're working their newest one, which is called Promise. Um, and they're just we wanted to do something different. You know, we wanted to work with some different bands. And then the two bands... Uh, from the UK, which uh, the opening band is a band called Broken Hands. They're very quirky, yet kind of, they're very alternative. Um, they got an interesting sound. They got a brand new record coming out in August. But um, they, you know, we had found out about them uh, through traveling the UK and Europe pretty extensively for like the last three years. We actually just announced another UK uh, European tour for the very first time. A lot of people have been asking for this, but uh, we're touring with Alter Bridge in November and December in the UK and Europe. So we spent a lot of time in the UK these last couple of years, and I came across this band called Broken Hands, and they're just once again they make a sound. It's very unique. We uh, we talked to the management with the label um, and what have you, and they're coming over for the very first time in America touring. So that's awesome. And then also Dinosaur Pileup. Uh, a couple of years ago, I heard a song called 1111, and I was like, who is this? And uh, lo and behold, it's a band called Dinosaur Pileup. They're and, very quirky uh, they're, and weird, but they're very cool. They're super cool. They're a three-piece. Once again, another band that has, you know, they just they make a noise. Um, I was actually in London about five days ago. I actually went for 72 hours, uh, met with Matt, the singer for Dinosaur Pileup, um, met all the guys in Broken Hands for the first time. We've been playing with Bad Flower earlier this year with some sporadic uh, tour dates here and there just in regards to, like, festivals and what have you. But this tour is about six months in, in, in the works. Um, so we, we started talking about this six months ago, um, at really the end of last year. And, you know, look, we've had great success over the years with certain bands that we would be put in the category of, of being in those circles and done a lot of co-headlines over the last couple of years and what have you. And we're very honored by the fact that we've toured with a lot of those bands as a co-headliner. But we just decided, you know, this year um, and specifically in the summer that we were going to headline. And instead of kind of going one direction, we kind of wanted to bring some you know really new blood into the fold but bands that we're actually into in regards to like the new bands and so forth so um it's it's going to be really really fun a lot of youth uh in this tour so you know it's going to be exciting we're we're we're, we're going to have a blast it's and it's a huge show um and and it's exactly what you want it to be it is just absolute rock and roll fun you know you know out of the gate we're gonna have a lot of fun well i haven't had a chance to talk to you publicly since you were in the studio last and since we were at fenway before the marathon but i just wanted to thank you and zach and everybody in the band and just everybody for making the marathon run just such a huge success 
the grand total was almost $18,000 that we raised for the home base program. And, I love it, man. you know, awesome. it, it meant so much that you guys got so behind my run. I know everybody at home base was just so happy that, you know, everybody got behind it and was so supportive. And it, it you know, the course was ridiculously hard. The weather didn't cooperate. I've gone on record as saying that I'll never do it again because it's one of the hardest things I've ever done. But, you know, I just really wanted to make sure that I took the time to thank you guys because it, it really meant the world that you guys were there and so supportive. Well, you've been there for us from from day one, and you're part of our family, and we adore you and we love you, and that's never going to change. We'll support you no matter what, you know, anywhere um, in regards to anything, um, especially with you and the city of Boston and you know, all of you, you know, uh, you mean the world to us. And uh, I thought about you that day. I remember, and you, you sent me the picture, too. And I remember uh, when we were talking, when, when we were there at Fenway, you showed me, and, and forgive me if I forget the actual name of the company, but it, was it a Chevron? It's the sign. I remember you telling me about the sign. Like, once you see the sign. Oh, the Citgo like, sign in Kenmore Square. Yeah. I thought about that sign. And I thought about you until you sent me the picture of you crossing the finish line. But you know what? Not only did the weather not cooperate and was it one of the hardest things that you've ever done, people really need to know this about you because you don't BS anyone. And we've always been very upfront with each other. We've known each other for a long time. Everybody that's listening to this right now, when she says it's one of the hardest things she's ever done, she means it because this woman jumped out of airplane, okay? <laughs> I don't know if everybody knows that, but she literally voluntarily jumped out of plane. Okay? So, it, you know. It was so emotional to get to that finish line. The You know, when I went by the Sitco sign, I knew I had a mile left, and my brain was telling me, you're never going to finish. Even though I had already done 25, because the last mile, it's just, you just want it to be over. And I remember just turning onto Boylston Street and I was just in such awe that I was doing it and I was bawling. I have all these ugly cry pictures of me finishing the marathon, but it really was a, an emotional experience for me. It, incredibly, I have so much respect for people that do it year after year. I mean, the people that win it are just not even human. I don't even know how you run that fast, but it, it really... Yeah, uh, especially... 26 what is it again it's 26 miles yeah 26.2 the last two the last point two are the bitch i'm telling you oh my god even just saying that out loud <laughs> i'm tired just saying that 26.2 miles Ugh. i know <laughs> i'm telling you i'll never what do it do? again and if i you ever call I mean? you and i'm like hey i'm running the marathon again i want you to get on a plane from wherever you are i want you to sneak up behind me and hit me with something heavy I'm giving you permission. Okay. Everyone heard it here first. I have permission to, 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 to knock some sense into it. That's right. But here's, the, here's something I got to say, because we, we've, not, we've not touched on this. You did it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, that, that's a, that is, that's a long way. And not only that, you were doing those kinds of miles you know, for what you trained for a year, right? I started training in January, so don't give me that much credit. But yeah, I mean, but in training, training, I ran hundreds of already, miles. Exactly. You you had already ran hundreds of miles, like you just said. And, you know, the thing is, is that 
you have every reason in the world to be proud and, and, and also not to, you know, and should not feel any shame by saying, I will never do this again. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, you did it. You got nothing else to prove. All right. Six hours, 24 minutes, 50 seconds. Not like I was keeping track. Oh, my gosh. Just that in and of itself. That's an accomplishment. That's awesome. I will tell you this, though. I am not going to be the guy that will say that I'm even going to do a half marathon but you did inspire me to uh at least one day a week because i work out pretty much six days a week oh i know i watch on Um, instagram but you inspired me one day a week i'm i'm trying to add a mile each week um so the other day i actually ran it was on treadmill but i i ran what i do i did almost four miles the other day because with me I don't do distance running. Like I do a lot of, you know, I do a lot of agility training, but I don't like to run for long distances. But I told myself, I was like, what's something that you're not used to doing? You should try to see if you can run for distance. So I started at a mile and I was getting bored. (laughs) And then I was like, you know what? Let's do once a week. I'll just add a mile. So I'm up to like four miles this week. I'm going to see, maybe I'll do five. So you did inspire me to see how far I could push myself. All right, so here's what I propose, because you guys are going to be in New England for a bunch of dates, including, obviously, the Rockland Trust Bank Pavilion on Monday, July 1st. Here's what I'm proposing. We find the time, and we've done Fenway a couple times, which is a very Boston thing, but another Boston thing that I think you guys need to experience is to go for a run along the Charles, which is beautiful. How How long is the Charles? Well, I mean, the Charles is miles and miles. We don't have to go the whole way, but just the scenic part that's downtown and you go down by the Esplanade where they do the fireworks on the 4th of July and, you know, you run by MIT and Harvard and all that and you can see all the skyline. It's beautiful. We might be able to put something together for that. And then we shower, not together, and we go to the North End and pig out on really good Italian food because that's the other thing. The only meal we've ever gone out to get together is like Fenway you Franks just together. Run so you can eat. You just run so you can eat pasta. Yes, Brent. <laughs> that's the whole freaking point. All right. I mean, I'm not. I'm not going to say I'm. 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 Uh, I'm not down for it. All right. You know? As long as you're down. But I love that though. I'm realized like, yeah, you this beautiful run so we can eat pizza and pasta. Yeah. Welcome to Boston. That's the Boston diet right there. You know what? I'm in. (laughs) Well, I'm going to hold you to that because you're going to be here next Monday the 1st. Yeah, I know. We're uh, we're counting it down. That way we can kind of, we're going to get a couple shows under our belt, make sure we're all good to go for uh, for everybody in Boston. Then we're going for a run and we're eating. All right. All right. All right. right, I'm going to let you go so you can go do whatever rock stars do. I'm gonna go rehearse. Oh, well, go, there you go. I'm gonna go do my. I'm gonna go do my job. Oh, well, there you go. I'm gonna go back to doing whatever it is that we do around here. You, you make the world happy. <laughs> or something. No, you, you do. You make a lot of people happy. We're, we're all very, very lucky that you exist. You are one thousand percent necessary. Aww. I love you, dear. Thank you, honey. I love you too. And I'll see you guys soon. All the details on the show at the Pavilion are up at waf.com. I don't know if there's tickets available, but you can go to the link and find out. Bye, darling. Hey, love you. I'll love you, you too. Later. I'll see you soon. I'm taking you up on that dinner. Let's do it. Mistress Carrie, weekdays 10 to 3 on WAAF. Podcasts are always online and on your schedule at waaf.com.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.